You're listening to the Painted Goddess Podcast with Jennifer Hirschu. This is episode number 99. Well, hello, witches. My name is Jennifer. I'm so excited to be here. I'm recording this ahead of time. I'm working ahead because I'm on vacation this week. So thank you for being here. I hope that this episode is going to be a little fun and and fast. We're just going to do a little bit of a download from my brain to yours around astrologically placed wheel of the year stuff. Okay, I'm just going to drop this in but I'm calling it Astro Beltane. So you may know Beltane as a witch. It is the cross-quarter holiday usually observed on May 1st. It is um, a beautiful expression of the beginning of summer. It's really when the light wins for sure. The, you know, everything is growing, everything is beaming and blooming and, and going at least in the Northern hemisphere. And in Western astrology, all of the cross-quarter holidays happen at 15 degrees, which is the, the exact middle of the fixed signs. So fixed signs are Taurus is the earth fixed sign. Leo is the fire fixed sign. Scorpio is the water fixed sign. And Aquarius is the air fixed sign. So we have four um, cross quarter holidays for Sabbaths, right. That are, um, cross all, you know, there, there's the, there's the equinoxes and the solstices. That's one cross. And then we have the cross quarter and those are in the middle of <clears throat> those quarters of the year in the middle of the seasons. Okay. All of the fixed signs are in the middle of the season, right? Taurus season is in the middle of spring. Um, Leo season is in the middle of summer. Um, uh, Libra, uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> now I'm like, Mrr. Scorpio season is in the middle of fall and Aquarius season is in the middle of winter. So 15 degrees of all those fixed signs are the middle of the seasons and they are, you know, they don't begin the season. They, they, they solidify the season. They fix the season, right? So now when we have um, our wheel of the year and we look at it, it's not always exactly based on that solar calendar, right? The, so, the sun being at 15 degrees of Taurus is not always when we celebrate Beltane. And if I look through the year, which I did, I created a wheel of the year based on the astrological dates. May 5th is Beltane. Now, because witches celebrate on the first for Beltane, for me, I'm like, well, I got five days, which is beautiful. I encourage you to do the same. That's why I'm taking vacation. Five days. Beltane is five days long. So today, as I drop this podcast, we're looking at the um, sixth, or I'm sorry, the fifth itself, right? So this is Astro Beltane. So I, you know, celebrating it for this whole week really is what I'm up for. And it's super exciting. So I love 
I love using astrology to orient and associate with the wheel of the year. I think that it's very helpful. When we look at Beltane and we know that it's during Taurus season, what is it that is associated with it? It's fertility, it's blooming, it's, you know, you know, sex, it's, it's, um, it's that time of year where everything is beautiful, right? Taurus is a Venus ruled sign. So beauty and magic and music and things are moving. Um, you know, the throat chakra is what Taurus also represents. And when you think about the way that nature speaks, right, it speaks in blooms and flowers and, um, and leaves outstretching, right? It, it, it has its own kind of wisdom around how it talks. And so I love these metaphors. I love it so much. Um, we are in a waning moon this week as well. So we're working towards the new moon in Taurus. The new moon in Taurus is on May 11th at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's happening at, um, I want to say, 7 degrees. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the other side. So it's 21 degrees of Taurus. So that new moon, you can find that in your chart. If you don't know where something is in your chart, you go to bit.ly slash um, your 12 houses that's in the show notes. And you're going to be able to take my free astrological workshop and find out what your 12 houses are. And then you're going to see, oh, here's 21 degrees of Taurus. Here's 15 degrees of Taurus. Where is this stuff happening in my life, right? For me, my um, 15 degrees of Taurus is in my 12th house. And so is the new moon it will be in my 12th house. So I'm having a 12th house new moon in Taurus and I'm having a 12th house Beltane. And, you know, this is almost always true. It happens annually, right? So certain things are always going to be, you know, the new moon does shift, but the Beltane degree is going to be the same. So you could almost look at, and this is part of that 12 house workshop too. There's a little bit of your own personal wheel of the year um, infused in there. And I just, I love the idea of looking at these things and, and, and personalizing them, seeing like where my Beltane is. My Beltane is in the 12th house, which is all about germination and, um, the, the deep trust that comes from once you plant a seed, you don't disturb it, you let it do its thing, right? And so when I think about how I'm feeling during this time of year, it certainly is um, a little underground, right? And, and being that it's time to make plans and be, you know, out in the sun and everything, like I do spend a lot of time alone in my garden. And I kind of love that. <laughs> the 12th house is where we are alone. So you might have a very different, obviously, place where Beltane is for you. And you're going to express yourself perhaps in alignment with that um, part of your chart. So I love the thought of Astro Beltane, thinking about it as a degree. Now, of course, if you just wanted to, as a witch, observe the day that um, Beltane is, which is May 1st, and look at where the sun is there, you can also look at that in your chart and say, oh, Beltane happens when the sun is at, um, it's going to be, 
um, like 11 degrees Taurus this year on May 1st. So you can look at 11 degrees Taurus and you can, you know, play with it there in your chart too. It's all up to you. So, but the wheel of the year really relates to these or astrological correspondences. And I love reminding myself that there is so many ways to make meaning from uh, the way that we experience it. And it's just a check-in, right? I don't say like, oh, this must be how I feel about this, right? But I say, oh, you know, these energies are at play. How am I feeling? And it might inform the way that I interpret how I am feeling um, based on where it's at in my chart. So I'm going to give myself a little bit of grace if I actually do want to be really very alone that day, right? Like, or, or several of those days during that, because it's in the 12th house for me. If Beltane were in my seventh house, I might really want to find that one person and have a, you know, um, a beautiful date day with them. Um, if, if I'm in the fourth house, it might be that I want to be with my family of origin or, or, or pay homage to my ancestors, right? Maybe those things can help inform us. Maybe not. Maybe that's not useful. I find it really lovely and useful to use astrology as a helpful guide to where um, and how I can make meaning in my life. So I'm super in love with that idea. Um, you might also take time to make offerings to Beltane as gardeners. You can make a garden that's a, um, you know, you every Beltane, you do a little something in the Beltane garden, right? For me, my herb spiral was made two Beltane, was it three now, Beltanes ago? And it really does, you know, it really calls to me around this time. And it's like, if there are improvements or other ways that I can help it to grow more, right? And support its growth. Again, Taurus is very much about supporting sustainable growth in your life. And so however that comes through, I love that, love that. And you might also take uh, the fertility piece of it and be like, I'm going to build in some beautiful, sexy time. Um, and I know my friend Marilyn is all about that for, for Beltane being this fertility um, ceremony for sure. So there may also be like these kinds of um, sacred care and gifts that you might use um, to express your joy and nourishment within your community. It really just depends on where Beltane is in the houses for you. You might focus it on, you know, for the first house yourself. In the second house, you might do a money blessing or spell, right? Something that helps you to sustain your, your good income or create value in the world or make be something beautiful. In the third house, you know, you were looking at themes of communication and um, learnings. So you might sign up for a class or go, you know, meet someone in, in the community. You might take a group class, you know, around that time where you're learning something um, that you are excited to learn about. And again, in the fourth house, you might be around family or or honor the ancestors somehow. In the fifth house, it's all about play. You might just go roll around in a field or go hiking. Um, you know, it's about being present and in the moment. And in the sixth house, you know, you might decide to go get um, yourself uh, fixed up in, you know, you might get a, your teeth cleaned or get something, you know, that has to do with um, sustaining health right? Because that's your Beltane. It's all about sustaining your health, that sixth house, the ritual of health and wellness. 
Um, in the seventh house, again, it might be that one-on-one -on -one date. It might ask somebody out. You might have a Cupid moment uh, for Beltane. In the eighth house, you might, sex magic is supercharged. You might make sure that you have your will in order, working with death in issues of death and rebirth in that eighth house with Beltane. In the ninth house, you might intend to travel for Beltane always, right? I mean, that would be like the wonderful expression, go to go to a garden, go to a place of beautiful nature. Um, in the 10th house, you might be someone who is um, creating some kind of organization or um, gathering for others, um, some kind of, um, you know, consistent way that that you hold a container for or leave a legacy for something. Again, the 10th house Beltane could also be like a legacy garden. You know, it can be something that the fourth 10th house uh, axis is definitely about legacy, family, ancestors. So you might express it in, in that way, regardless of fourth or 10th house. Um, the 11th house, have a friend um, gathering if you can do that safely and, um, you know, have a bonfire, right? that people can sit around. Um, it's definitely a, a fire festival, right? In the 12th house, again, you might want to just spend some time alone contemplating in nature or creating a garden. All right. I love you. I'm on vacation. Have a vacation yourself, even if it's just for this afternoon. And I will see you next week, which is don't forget you are powerful as fuck. Hey, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it, review it, subscribe to it. I would love to hear from you as well. You can DM me on Instagram at Painted Goddess. That's where I hang out the most. And now we're on Clubhouse 2 having Astrologic Lab conversations. If you want to go even deeper, the best way to do that is to join my Astrologic Lab. It's the monthly program where we take your natal chart and you go month by month diving deep and deep into the astrologic weather that lives within you. You are a cosmic being full of stardust and made of all the things that are up in the sky. Let's go unpack it and get our shit together. I love you, witches. I'll see you next week.